Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Once again, we come to you today from the studio of KBXL 94.1 in Boise, Idaho. I'm Pastor Tom Doherty, and I have a special guest. He's been with me all week. His name is Paul Wesley Fodge. <laughs> and Paul, I used to call him Wes all the time. Yeah. I still do from time to time. And uh, Paul, thanks for joining me for this last day. It's been a fun week. Glad to be here. Yeah. And so again, for you that haven't listened earlier in the week, Paul is down for his 50th anniversary celebration at Greenleaf Friends Academy in Greenleaf, Idaho. He had a wonderful time over the 4th of July. And I've been fortunate to have him come and stay with me for a few days and and be able to catch up on old times and it's just always uh, good to see you, Paul, and I'm glad things are going well. Paul is a retired teacher that was in Yamhill Carlton High School in Newburgh area, Dundee, I think, or no, not Dundee. We're, it's yeah, Newburgh. Newburgh. Yeah. yeah, and then uh, went to George Fox and worked there as a professor in math and now is retired and doing woodwork and taking care of his family and going to the coast and living in a nice uh, house that he had built on the coast. And it's been great. And taking care of his grandkids and daughters and son. And, yep, life goes on. Yeah, it does. Have you had a good time in Idaho? Yes, it's been a real blessing to be here and reconnect with classmates. Well, my question is, Paul, you went to George Fox, you graduated, then you stayed there. Why didn't you come back to Idaho? Well, I happened to... uh, as a junior, you get assigned a school to go and student teach at, and so I happened to get assigned to Yamhill Carlton High School to student teach the spring term of my senior year. And the teacher that I was was my supervisor happened to be retiring at the end of that year. The superintendent got all the letters of people that wanted the job, and he said, I don't want to deal with this. He gave it to the other math teacher. That's small school, about 350 or so, and uh, he gave them to the other math teacher that I had worked with also. He said, Harry, you, you read them, you decide. And so he just said, hey, Paul, you want to teach here? And I said, yep. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And, and so then you taught there 33 years. Yes, 33 years. That's just an amazing thing. Yeah. And, I, and like I've told uh, told you over the week, Paul and I were athletes together, and both of us have a great fondness for track. We love track. In fact, to Paul, you've coached track over many years. Yes, I coached track for about 37 years. Yeah, a lot of years coaching track. And I love track. One of my favorite times of the year is uh, going to state track meets. And I told you, uh, I always share with Paul some of the great things happening in Idaho. And this year was a phenom because we had a guy named Gatlin Bear, who is a junior and ran a 10.1500 which was amazing wow. number five in the united states yeah. he ran a 20.41200 and he's just a junior and he boise state is on his short list for playing college football oh great and so is u of o and so yeah. is uh michigan if there's three of the five yeah that are on a shore list, but we're hoping we get him. But he, I understand that he's graduating early next year, so he won't be running track in, mm. to concentrate on football. But yeah. Boise State, if we could get him, he's one of the fastest guys in the nation. Plus, he's 6'3", 195, 200 pounds. Wow. Yeah, he's, a, he's quite a specimen. But it's been fun, so we've had a lot of things in common. Well, I want to talk today. Sometimes I close my week, and this is the closing of my week. My shows are all over on Thursday, and Pastor Gary will pick up tomorrow on on marriages and and positive things dealing with relationships. But I like uh, 
I like the Psalms. Sometimes I do a number of Psalms. I try to do a different one for you from time to time, just reading through them and and talking about them a little bit. So we're going to do that today with Psalms 141. And uh, and by the way, on my my trip, I just got back from my sabbatical, as most of you know, and had some great time. And our la- one of our last trips we went to Yellowstone, and I was able to meet uh, one of my representative friends in in Rexburg. He is a representative out of Rexburg, and uh, John Weber is his name. What a great, great guy! I told you all the story a couple years ago when John and I were in in session together and I always use a scripture verse to start every day and and then I have a prayer built around that and he came up to me one day and he said Pastor Tom would you I've got a scripture I would man, I'd love for you to share sometime would you uh, entertain that I said absolutely so he shared with me the scripture it was Romans I believe 12 1 and 2 and I just was I just got chills down my arms because I opened my prayer up, and it was the that was the scripture of the day, mm. and it was just an amazing mm. thing. And John and I have been close since then. So my wife and I went over, visited with him and Heather, and had a great time in Rexburg with them, and very thankful for John. And uh, so that was fun. But anyway, chapter one forty one of Psalms. Oh Lord, I called you. Come quickly to me. Hear my voice when I called you. David is pleading with the Lord to come quickly to him. And, of course, David, during most of the Psalms, David is running from Saul. Saul is trying to, uh, he got jealous of David and wanted to take care of him. And, uh, in other words, take him out. And, and David was a little worried about it, but he kept calling upon God. And he says, "Call, come quickly, Lord, I need you. Hear my voice when I call you. And folks, that would be a great prayer for us. Lord, come quickly. Help me in my life, my struggles. Because, you know, we all have we all have issues. We all have situations. Life isn't, as Forrest Gump would say, a box of chocolates all the time. You know, and, yep. and Paul, I know you've had difficulties in your life, and I've had difficulties in my life. Right. But, you know, I would like to think that we're overcomers. Yeah, that and that was the one of the neat things about uh, this reunion that I just got had at the academy with uh, several of my classmates. We've been through the trials, the sadness, the the heartaches, but God has been faithful. God is faithful. Yeah. He is faithful to the end. And David goes on to say in verse two, "May my prayer be set before you like incense." May the lifting of my hands be like evening sacrifice. Set a guard over my mouth, O Lord. Keep watch over the door of my lips. You know, David is asking the Lord to watch over him, watch over the things he'd say. And boy, there's times I need to do that in my life. There's times I say things I shouldn't say, and I get corrected, and, and and I feel, in fact, I go back and I, I quote uh, the scripture that I shared the other day and and just about the importance of of uh, leaning not on on my own understanding, but also asking God for purity and holiness to keep me pure, keep me holy, because we need that, because the world certainly draws us that other direction. He said, set a guard over my mouth, O Lord. Let not my heart be drawn to what is evil to take part in wicked deeds with men who are evildoers. Let me not eat of their delicacies. When, Paul, when I think of evil, we were in went to Zion National Park 
uh, this last week, and that wasn't evil. It was beautiful. I mean, I, in fact, I was singing that song, Majesty, Worship His Majesty, you know, yeah. because it was just so majestic. But we had to go into Vegas and pick up my son-in-law who flew in, uh-huh. and my daughter had some things laid out for us, some uh, various shows, went to the Carbonero Effect, this this magician show, which was phenomenal, clean, wonderful, and uh, went over to the Titanic uh, Museum with all the archives. And oh, yeah. We did a number of things yeah. and uh, had such a great time. But, man, when I'm walking in Las Vegas, I walked eight miles for two days in a row. It's just evil everywhere. I mean, you just sense the evil. People passing out porn- pornography, people trying to get you to clubs, the women clubs, uh, listening to people's language. I just thought to myself, well, I don't like this place. I don't like being around the just the feeling of this place and people dressed shabbily and with not a lot of clothes and some occasions. It's just like you want to hide your eyes as you're walking. It's just, man, so much evil. And that's why I think it's very important. David says, let not your heart be drawn to what is evil. I don't want to be drawn to that. I don't even want to be around it. I told my Wife said, I don't even want to go there unless we're going to a sports event, Boise State football or basketball or something <laughs> yeah. like that. I just, it's just not even comfortable yeah. to be around. But he says, let a righteous man strike me. Listen to this. It says, let a righteous man strike me. It is a kindness. Let him rebuke me. It is oil on my head. My head will not refuse it. And that's when he's talking about, I think, the evildoers prior to that. With men are evildoers, let me not eat of their delicacies. Let a righteous man strike. Let somebody help me get back on track. To help me get on track. And we have that. We have friends. I have you. You have I. We're, unfortunately, we don't get to talk a lot. We talk every month or two on the telephone and this and that. But we have friends. Both of us have friends around where we live that help us and uh, try to encourage us. And we need that. Uh, he said, yet my prayer is, is ever against the deeds of evildoers. Their rulers will be thrown down from the cliffs and the wicked will learn that my words were well spoken. They will say, as one plows and breaks up the earth, so our bones have been scattered in the mouth of the grave. But my eyes are fixed on you, O sovereign Lord. In you I take refuge. Do not give me over to death. And I think, Paul, that is maybe the the key to this whole thing. But my eyes are fixed on you. Yeah, so often we get get consumed with the problems we're facing in our own world and uh, the slights maybe we've had from other people and things like that. And it's like we need to readjust daily, weekly, and get our eyes back fixed on the Lord. Yes. Yes, we do. And and that's how why staying in the Word is so valuable. And that's why uh, being involved in a good Bible-believing church is so valuable. That's why having Christian friends to hang out with is so valuable. We want to be around those that are doing right. But we want to encourage those that are living in sin. Those that we know that need Jesus, we need to be praying for. Prayer is a catalyst that can change lives. Many of people's lives are changed because you've prayed for them and I've prayed for them. I remember my father prayed for his mother for years and years and years. She came to Jesus on her deathbed two weeks before she died, and she had a vision of heaven. It was an amazing story. But the mom and my dad and his his dad did not ever stop praying for her. People keep praying. Paul, it's out of time again. 
And thank you for joining me this week. Thank you. I was glad to be here. Oh, I'm glad you're on the air with me and I look forward to seeing you in the future. And folks, I look forward to talking to you again next week. And I pray your weekend is filled with the glory of God. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.